0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Pursuing Greatness Podcast, a place where experts share their wisdom on living well by mastering your health, your wealth, your relationships, and your spirit. Before we get started, I want to remind everyone that the best way to support the show is simply to share this episode with your friends and family. Also, if you want to learn more about mastering life, go to our website at pursuinggreatnesspodcast.com. With that said, I hope you enjoy the episode. We have a very special guest with us today. So grab your pen and paper and enjoy the journey. All right, we are live again with another episode of Pursuing Greatness. Episode I can't really I can't really speak today. Today we have Jermaine on the show with us. Jermaine is a minimalist entrepreneur who has a seven figure business all while traveling the world by mastering the skill and art of maximizing opportunity. Um, I'm really excited to have Jermaine here. He is coming to us from Malaysia, so it is 6.30 a.m. Jermaine, how are you today? Great, Gabe. Thanks for having me, man. appreciate it. Awesome. Um, Yeah, I mean, so it's 6.30 a.m. there, so uh, thanks for hopping on. I know it's super
1: early for you. Not really, man. I get up around four. So I've been up for a while, but the sun's just coming up. So it's kind of a, I got a nice vantage point of the sunrise while we talk. So it's great.
0: Perfect. Um, so to get us started, why don't you kind of take us down your path? Um, you know, I know you've, you've had quite a, quite a road up to the point where you're at right now. So, um, yeah, tell us where you are right now and then how you kind of got to the point that, uh, that brought you here. What, what was your story up to this point?
1: So, you know, I'm in Malaysia, obviously, right now, I've been traveling since January, I kind of got, you know, stuck in the whole Rona Rona thing with yeah, I've traveling through Thailand, and I was in Hong Kong for a little bit. So I'm here now. And it's great The people are, you know, very peaceful and um, different energy than the United States right now. But um, I'll probably get back to the States sometime next year. But my whole thing has always been, um, you know, creating whatever I wanted to create in the world and never be stuck or be a victim of my circumstances. So um, I've always found ways to, you know, leverage opportunities and just kind of, you know, grow from there. So, um I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur and kind of in the business realm, but I never knew what that really looked like and I didn't realize um being successful in business really requires being uncomfortable and trying new things and really stretching yourself. So, um I was just, you know, doing those things, but I kept bumping up to the situation where I'm still working for somebody else. I'm still going into the office. I'm still working a 9 to 5. I still have to go to their dumb meetings listen to their dumb ideas. And I went. I had my own ideas. (laughs) I had my own thoughts about how things could be running and you know, what I'm good at, what I'm not good at. And why wouldn't I run with that? Life's too short to be stuck in some trap or rat race or whatever you want to call it. But you know, there's too many opportunities for people to express their beautiful music and let other people enjoy that music. So my thing was always about kind of breaking out of that box
0: i love it i love it so um so kind of take us to the to the inception it sounds like you you did work in um the nine to five was it what were you in a corporate environment or was it uh where, where were you before you kind of launched to to the thing that you're doing right now
1: yeah so i was in uh, scottsdale um, that's where i'm, I'm from uh, uh, phoenix arizona so i was in scottsdale and i was working um in the financial services industry um and we do you know financing for small businesses so now i was making 300 cold calls to try to find businesses that needed loans that's, and it we'll could be loans. Rough, man. It was tough, man. It was 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. every day. But oh, it man. stretched me. Like we were talking about earlier. It stretched me, it grew me, and made me to somebody I am today. And um I realized you know, everybody's just the same. Everyone's just trying to get better and grow their businesses. And some people need resources. And in my, my eyes, money is just a tool to grow those resources. So um, but again, I was Making all these calls, it was inefficient. There was a better way to get it done. And I made small tweaks along the way. I've been doing this for 17 years to find leverage points to make this very efficient so I can enjoy my life. I have so much free time, as much money as I possibly could want or need. And um, I'm just trying to figure out a way to share this with other people. Um, But I had to break away. So I had to just say, hey, I got to do this on my own. I have leverage points. I know how to do this better than where I'm currently working And so I resigned and started my own business. And, you know, now I'm just traveling the world most of the year.
0: Cool. Um, so, so going back, I mean, you you keep referencing leverage points um, and, you know, I come from the world of real estate and leverage is when you have, you know, something small, like a small down payment, and then you go to somebody and you get a, a much, you you know, a much larger sum of money that you can use to, to move a property that you would not, not otherwise be able to do. Um, so when you're talking about leverage points, what specifically are you, are you referencing there?
1: Well, I think when I was doing the 300 cold calls, I wasn't using leverage. Um, So what I mean is I have a one-to-many sales strategy now where I'm able to leverage one person and then leverage their entire network. Instead Mm. of me trying to contact everyone within their network individually, I just leverage partnerships with people that are actually selling the equipment into those marketplaces. So then they call me anytime they have someone that's looking to buy versus going after the buyers themselves. So to me, that's like a leverage point. Um, a lot of like automation for me is a huge leverage point where I have to answer every phone call, answer every email. Um, another huge one is like dedicating specific blocks of time where I only work on certain things. So my clients and people that come in to interact with me, they realize, oh, he'll get back to me at 4 PM. That's when he always does versus always being available all day, all night. It's just not, um, sustainable.
0: Yep. I like that. Uh, the email thing specifically, I've been. I have uh, implement implemented that. Um, not for all my inboxes. I do have one that I actually just respond to when when things come in, but that's not very many people know about that one. Um, so I like uh, I like blocking your email um, and only responding during a specific time of day. Um, so, but take us a little bit further back. You were talking you know, you were in corporate, you were in financial services, you're doing all these cold calls. Um, after that, you took the leap into business. What was your first, uh, your first leap? What, what business did you start?
1: Um, it was this one. So it was basically doing the exact same thing I was doing at the corporate job, but i was just doing it on my own and using, like we talked about these leverage points to free up 90% of my day to enjoy my life and travel. So I was doing the exact same thing. Um, I was just tired of having a boss and going to an office. Gotcha. And what, uh, what is the, what is the service? So we, we do uh, commercial equipment financing. So, you know, we partner with equipment sellers to offer them um, so they can offer financing to their customers when they buy, you know, it could be an ultrasound machine or whatever. So I'll get with the ultrasound rep and then he'll introduce me to Dr. Smith that needs the $40,000 ultrasound system, but he only wants to pay 400 bucks a month. So we'll finance it for him.
0: Awesome, I love it. And so you were kind of able to do this because it sounds like, um, I mean, if we were to put it into a category, it's a very sales oriented job. Um, and you were able to kind of create systems around your business around, you know, the take what you were doing in in your actual corporate job, and then you took those systems and you created them kind of for yourself, and and still ran this. You were it sounds like you're still running the same scripts. You're still you know going after the same clients, but you just kind of created your own your own business, your own, your own systems in that, in that same area. Is that right?
1: Exactly. Yeah. I made the scripts a lot better. Um, cause they're way more efficient, but yeah, exactly. Just, um, I just leveraged what we, I, we were already doing and just made it so much more efficient and so much better because there's just no reason for people to be a slave to a desk or a location or even a, a boss, unless you like bosses and you need direction. Okay. But they, ain't my personality, Yeah.
0: Yep. No. I mean, and that's the other thing is that so many times, you know, know, we have people on here who are entrepreneurs and who are, you know, making their own their own way in life. And there's a lot. Most of our listeners are that way too. Um, But there's, you know, that's not everybody. And some people have their their own their own path, and they they want to be within kind of a structured environment. um, And it's you know, it's more to each their own. You know, each there are benefits to each path, and so. um, But if you were if you are If you are inclined to go down the path that Jermaine is taking, there really is no excuse. And that's kind of what he's he's here to tell us about. Um, So once you, you know, you got started, you got your first client, how did you kind of grow that? Like, take us a little bit further into the story there.
1: Yeah. So, you know, I never thought I was a salesperson, even, you know, growing up, I just thought I was more of a, I was going to crunch numbers or like, you know, work in a cubicle and kind of be behind the scenes in the sales side. But when I got thrown into this opportunity, um, to, 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 uh, in this industry, um, I came to realize sales isn't like what it, people think it is. All we do is talk to people. There's nothing, I'm not selling you anything. I'm just talking to you about what I know and hopefully it can benefit you. If not, that's, that's fine too. Like I'm not selling you anything. It's just like marketing, putting yourself out there and saying, hello, here's what I do. What do you do? Maybe we can meet in the middle somewhere. Um, and so as I started to real, I had this epiphany about this. Isn't some weird, like stick. I'm trying to, you know, script you into some weird thing that, you know, I'm trying to lasso you into it. Like, no, this is who I am. Here's what I do. What do you do? Come, you meet in the middle somewhere. Um, I started to realize that, you know, a lot of people could use my services. And so, you know, it's like that, it's like that loop. Once you get one success, you start doing more and more and more of it. And, um, that's what I kind of had the epiphany is that, you know, people need services, people need financing, people need, um, to grow their businesses. And sometimes they don't have the capital. So I should, I'd be doing a disservice if I wasn't reaching out to people and saying, Hey, this is available to you, especially small business owners. Absolutely.
0: Um, so somebody, I mean, take the perspective of someone who is, um, you know, who's still in corporate, you know, they're sitting, they're at their cubicle, they're thinking, man, I, I really want to find a way out. Um, if you were to kind of be their coach for a day, what would you suggest
1: they do? Well, first of all, you got to know what you want. You know, too many people I think always think about what they don't want. Like, oh, I don't want to be in corporate. I don't want to be in this cubicle. Well, what do you do want? That's number one. Like, what is your vision for yourself? Like you got to think about it vividly. Um, and then secondly, uh, I would have a philosophy. I I call it, you know, what would, anytime I run into a, a situation or a, a problem or a hurdle, I always ask myself, you know, what would this look like and feel like if it were simple, easy, and fun? And I kind of have to imagine myself in that scenario. Maybe for example, this podcast, for example, maybe I'm like, Oh, I'm, I'm anxious about the podcast or whatever. You know, what would it look like for me and Gabe's conversation to look simple, easy, and fun, like, and actually visualize it and see it playing out. And so I'll do that with any obstacle I go up against. So I think that would be something I'd think about. Like, if I was in the corporate job, I'd be like, you know, what do I want? And then how could I make that? How could I make it simple, easy, and fun? And what would that look like? And you start on the, the next step of doing that. A really small step. You know, move, mountains move with 1% uh, daily improvement over time. So, um, and then lastly, I would say, trust yourself. Like, people doubt themselves so much, and they're always looking for a guru or hear a hero podcast or watch a YouTube video or read a book it's, it's, it's informative. Yes. But take action and trust the action you take because you're going to learn from it no matter what.
0: Absolutely. Yes. Take action. I always, uh, that's, that's one of my favorite pieces of advice is just, um, if, if you're kind of at a crossroads in life and you're, you're gathering information, uh, do not stay in the gather mode for too long. Uh, the gather mode can, you can get, it's like a swamp, man. The, the gather mode is like, you just, you get into it and then you just start Just digging down into all those different books and you realize, you know, damn, a year has gone by and I don't, I haven't done anything. Um, and the funny thing about knowledge that I love is that you can learn, you can read a hundred thousand books and you're not gonna, you're not gonna know as much as if you had just done one of the actual thing that you read. Um, yeah. So, so that, that is uh, that's great advice, uh, especially coming from someone who's, who's obviously been able to, you know, take action and, and get what they want in life. Um, so you're in Malaysia now. Uh, that is, you know, that is not the United States. You came from the United States. How'd you get over there?
1: Uh, Besides plane, so obviously. I left. I left the states in yeah yeah. I left the states in uh, let's see, January. I went to Hong Kong for a few weeks, um, and then I was in Thailand for a couple months, and then I came over here. My plan was to be here only for like a a month, and then the whole Roni Rona happened. So I'm still here. Um, there's other places we could go, but it's great here. Um, there's not a lot of countries open yet. And with Rona still kind of in limbo uh, it's like, this isn't really the time or the place to be traveling around the world as far as um, testing places out. Cause I could be stuck there for six months or longer. <laughs> so um, I don't really want to go back to the States right now. Cause there's a lot of um, weird stuff great. going on. So yeah. yeah, I'll probably wait till after elections and probably after January or February, to see what happens with the, all that. But um, so that's why I got here, man. And I got this great beachfront condo. Um, I, I literally work a couple hours a day. Um, I go to the beach, I play tennis, I go on walks, I play golf. Um, So that's really my life right now. And I'm just trying to, you know, get systems in place where I can um, share what I do with other people so they can learn from it and hopefully do the same thing I do and have a lifestyle like I have.
0: Awesome. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, being a beachfront condo sounds, uh, sounds pretty nice, especially out there in Malaysia. I've heard they've gotten some pretty damn good weather. So, so you do, you do lead a good, good life for sure. Um, and it sounds like you're also, do you have a course? It sounds like, I mean, you're looking to share this type of, you know, information with others, uh, where, where can people get involved in what you do?
1: So it's, uh, dot and it has, uh, all the information that you need to kind of learn about it. We have a webinar that we'll go over it more in depth about exactly what we do and why we do it, how we do it, all that good stuff. Um, and yeah, creatorslearn.com because the reason why I named it creators learn to me, it's like a platform for people that consider themselves creators. And like we talked about either you're a creator or a victim. That's the only two options you have in life. I don't care if you're black or white or male or female, Democrat, Republican, you're a creator or you're a victim. And so it's a place for creators that consider themselves creators to go and learn about, you know, things to leverage their money, to their career, their finances, their mentality, whatever. Um, and this is just my first uh, course that I'm teaching them is, um, the business that I'm in, which is, you know, I call it the business finance blueprint, but, um, they can find all the information at creatorslearn.com.
0: Awesome. creatorslearn.com, And I'll also put that URL in the show notes. Uh, so if you guys are listening to this on a podcast, there's going to be a little, a little more is a uh, little word more is going to be under the description. Just click on that little more. It'll pop down all the info there and in there you can find, uh, find the URL. So click through and check out Jermaine there. Um, Jermaine, we are nearing the end here. It goes by so quick. So I'm going to push us into the quick question round. And this is where I ask you some questions. um, You give your quick answer in response. And it starts with habits. Um, I mean, it sounds like you're up at 4 a.m. So you already know that habits are the cornerstone of life. Um, So if you could pinpoint one habit that you feel has kind of contributed the most to your life overall, uh, what would that habit be?
1: Um, Okay, I'm going to give you two. (laughs) One is exercise by far. Um, it's, it's more of a mental exercise than physical for me. Um, it's pushing past pain is pushing past limited beliefs. So exercise number one, and my most recent one is I have a digital detox Sunday where I don't touch a phone, a computer, a book, listen to music, nothing. All I have is a pen and a paper and I just journal or write down my thoughts or whatever it is. And it allows me time to digest all the input I've had all week and figure out what's the most important and what's essential.
0: That's, that's awesome. Digital detox Sundays. That's uh you should uh, start a hashtag. <laughs> that's a, that would be a good movement. Cause I, I mean, I can get sucked into my phone so easily. And so uh, I've been trying to do a sundown, no electronics after sundown thing. So once the sun goes down and during the winter, man, that's going to start at like 3 p.m. <laughs> I'm not going
1: to be able to do work. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh,
0: awesome. That's great. So next question um, is about your younger self. So if you could go back to Jermaine, uh, say the one that was, you know, the Jermaine that was still in corporate, still back there, you know, going to the meetings that he didn't have, a, you know, didn't enjoy, um, you know, doing the commute to work. Go back to him. Look him in the face. Give him one piece of advice moving forward.
1: Uh, you're right where you're supposed to be. I, like I think it. people always want to be somewhere else or I'm not there yet. I haven't made it yet. Or when I get this, I'll be, I'll feel good or I'll be happy then. But you're right where you're supposed to be no matter where you are. So there's nothing wrong with the world.
0: Yep. I like that. You're right where you're supposed to be. And, uh, and I mean, that's pretty applicable for, for anything. I, I mean, I can always find myself kind of wanting to, um, get to the next step where, uh, but when you do that, you're not enjoying the step you're at because it's all, it's all a journey and the step you're at is, is necessary for the next step to happen. So just, uh, you're right where you're supposed to be. That's, that's great piece of advice. Um, next question is, uh, this is a good one for you because it it involves travel. So where is your favorite
1: place to go
0: and find relaxation?
1: Um, it's tough. I've been all throughout Europe, all throughout central South America, the Americas, um, Asia. And I, if I had to pick one for relaxation, it has to be Thailand, the beaches, the people, the food, the $7 massages. I mean,
0: seven. Ooh, I, I would be there all day long. That'd you be can't,
1: you can't, you can't beat it. I mean, I'd have two or three massages a day. It's great.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah, great. So this next one is about quotes. I love, uh, I love quotes. Um, this is a hard one for some guests because uh, you know, it's, it's, very few times do you actually have the full quote in your mind. So I'm going to ask you, what's your favorite quote? If you don't have the whole thing in your mind right now, just kind of give the gist of, of the feeling
1: behind that quote. Um, I, I love quotes. Like quotes are one of my things. If you look at my uh, LinkedIn account, all, only thing I post is quotes just to get people thinking, because it makes me think. Um, but if I had to pick one, I guess I guess it would have to be, I think it's from Thoreau, um, or no, I think it's from Emerson, Um, one of the two. He says something to the effect of um, everybody you run into is living a life of quiet desperation. Oh, yeah. Or every man is living a life of quiet desperation, and it's such a true statement. Everybody, I don't care if you're Bill Gates or you're the bum on the street or if it's me or if it's you, everybody at some point in their life feels desperate. They feel like they're not where they're supposed to be. They feel like they're not fulfilling this opportunity to live here and be here. And that's okay. This the, the most beautiful thing about the quote is realize that's true. And that's once you realize and accept it, then you can make changes to flip it on its head.
0: Yep. I think that was uh, self-reliance by Ralph Waldo Emerson.
1: Yeah. Emerson. Yeah.
0: Yep. Uh, th- th- that is by the, by, uh, I mean, I know I'm not the one being interviewed here, but I'm going to give my own opinion because self-reliance by Ralph Waldo Emerson for everybody listening and watching uh, great, goddamn it book! It's not a book; it's it's like maybe thirty pages. But um, pick it up, read it. One of the best things I read in my life. So that's that's Gabe's piece. Gabe's two cents there. So I, moving I on it, back to, back to the actual <laughs> podcast. Um. Uh, oh, sorry. I lost my train of thought there books. I'm a big bookie. So if you could, uh, if you could give us two book recommendations, one for the topic that you're talking, talking about, so, um, business and then one for just general life wisdom, what would that be?
1: Uh, Ooh. man, it, the, the self-reliance is a good one, but I'm not going to piggyback that one. Cause that's a great book. Um, ah, <laughs> uh, business. Okay. Business. Um, it would be the one thing I think it's by Keller. Uh, yeah. Gary Keller, you know, we're too, we're too scattered. So it's like, focus on one thing and do what's like right in front of you, whatever you're doing, do it right in front of you, the best of your ability. And it's going to lead to the next big thing. So, um, that's number one for the business side. And then just for life in general, I would probably say, um, Anthony DeMello's book, uh, awareness. Hmm. And he that goes into it. the idea of nothing's real. It's only thing that's going on is what's in your head. Um, so it's, it's, it, it puts you back into a place of kind of peace. And like, like I was saying, you're right where you're supposed to be. Everything's okay. Relax. Do, do the one thing that's in front of you. And if you do it well, cause you put your heart into it, beautiful things are going to come out of it.
0: Awesome. I love it. I'm going to have to um, pick that one up. I, uh, awareness. Um, do you know, what was the author? You said Anthony, uh, Anthony, Demello. yeah. All right. I'm going to have to check that out. Um, awesome. Well, Hey, this is the end of the podcast so i appreciate having you on and sharing your story with us today um for everybody who is listening and watching wait we've already got your contact information right i usually do that at the end but i think you've already shared it and so we've already covered that don't need to cover it again i will put the the contact information in the show notes for everybody listening and watching so click through there and reach out to jermaine Um, the website was creatorslearn.com again for your reference So again, thank you for hopping on. For everybody who's here with us today, thank you guys for showing up. We could not do this without you. Um, Again, the best way to support the show is just to subscribe, like, and share this episode with your friends and family. Other than that, I hope you guys have an absolutely fantastic day. Keep living a great life, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Pursuing Greatness podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show and got some actionable advice and insights that you can apply to your own life today. If you enjoyed the show and you'd like to support us, the best way to do so would just be to subscribe to the show and share this episode with your friends and your family. If you'd like to learn more about how to master your life by mastering your health, wealth, relationships, and spirit, head on over to our website at pursuinggreatnesspodcast.com. With that said, I hope you have an absolutely amazing day. Keep living in integrity with yourself. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.